0: Well, hey there. How is everyone doing today? Doing good. It's early. Got my morning voice on, so um, recordings are going to be a little, probably a little all over the place because uh, we leave Florida tomorrow. Go see the grandbaby, Christmas, all the things. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm undecided if there's going to be a show next week or not. We're just gonna we're gonna wing it. We're gonna wing it. Why? Because that's what I do. That's what I do. Um. But today. Uh, we're just going to talk about some stuff in the news that makes me shake my head and makes me laugh and shake my head again. Uh, so the first thing I came across, and I've already made a TikTok video about it. first thing I came across was uh, <laughs> Gene Simmons from Kiss. He's uh, losing his mind again, or still, over, uh, what a surprise, over, mm, I can't say the word because then I can't put this on on. YouTube. How can I do this without saying the words? Maybe I'll just bleep it out. Maybe that's what I'll do. We'll bleep it out. Okay. So here we go again. So Gene Simmons, uh, went on, I don't know what he went on. Some show, some morning show, some show. I'll find out in a minute. I'll read the article or parts of it too. Oh, I already found it. What luck. Um, good morning, Britain. He went on to uh, talk about whatever he's talking about. And uh, he went on a big rant uh, about anti-vaxxers, which by the way, is a misnomer, misnomer, misnomer. (sighs) There are people who are are legitimately anti-vaxxers. They do not believe in vaccines, period, any at all. Won't get their children vaccinated, you know, all of those things. What do I think of that? Um, I don't know. I would, would I say that they're crazy? No, I would not. I would say whatever their research and beliefs led them to their conclusions are what they are. I mean, there's a lot of things that we don't know, a lot of connections that we're not sure about. So now I have all of my childhood immunizations, uh, you know, did all the, all of them that I can think of probably not chicken pox because I had chicken pox as a kid. Yeah. I had had chicken pox really bad as a kid. I have a scar right here. My head. I had scars. I got a lot of scars from chicken pox actually, actually, but I, I had it really bad. But anyhow, um, I vaccinated my kids, uh, all, against all the same things. I turned down the, I have daughters, uh, grown daughters. I turned down the garbacil, I think it's called at that time. I didn't feel that there was enough Research done. Um, there wasn't enough long-term studies done on the effects of that, so I chose not to. Getting a phone call. Sorry. So I opted out of that one for my kids because I didn't really trust it. That was personal choice. I did have people that said to me, um, namely doctors, or their doctor, uh, who was very disappointed in that decision kind of made me stick to it even more. But my feeling was I'm not going to put something untested or long-term untested into my children. Still stand behind that decision. And uh, which leads me to my point that that is what many, many, many people who declined the uh, COVID vax. That was their mindset. That was their feeling. Same exact uh, sentiment that, listen, I you haven't done any clinical trials on this. We don't know what the long-term effects are. We don't know this what this is going to do to us long-term. Um, and particularly people who are in demographics that um, kept them in less of the path of serious illness From COVID, this whole episode can't go on YouTube. I can tell you right now, Uh, this whole section would be bleeped because you know why, right? Because they, you know, were not allowed to say anything against COVID. Yeah, I've just committed. I've just committed to not putting this on YouTube. Um, You cannot speak against COVID vaccinations. You can't speak about um, voter fraud. Just a different topic. Another example. You cannot talk about those things. Um, unless you're tight, unless you're saying how good they are and how much it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? So I guess we just committed to not putting this on YouTube. Yeah. So they're calling people anti-vaxxers. That's like, like blanket term. Cause that's what they do. They, they name call anytime you don't, you know, conform, toe the line, do as you're told, do what the government tells you. Um, you are an anti-vaxxer. You're this, you're that, you're blah, blah, blah. I, by definition, I'm not an anti vaxxer I had said also that I wouldn't be against the COVID vaccine once I felt that enough time had passed and we had enough uh, studies to show the that the benefits outweighed the um the risk. I don't feel that that's the case. you may you may disagree. Uh, quite a most people on the left do disagree. They think the benefits definitely outweigh the the risk. I'm sorry when we have, you know, 20 year olds dropping dead in the middle of um, you know, sports fields and, and I think um I think I will pass. I think I will continue to pass on that. No thank you. Not interested. Am I saying I'd never get it? Nope. Not even saying I'd never get it. I'm saying currently, based on what we know what we've seen uh my own health history um no thank you i have had covid i finally got it it took uh took like two years i finally got it i beat it uh up until oh i don't know maybe about three three months ago i don't know whenever it was lose track of time uh had it it was unpleasant i did not enjoy it Mm, i had uh had the yeah they had the works. I think I had the the fever, the sore throat, uh, the outright exhaustion. My voice lost my voice. Had the call. Had the whole works. I had the whole thing. Um, active beginning to end was probably about a week. It was not worse than for me. I'm not saying this is what your experience is going to be or what your experience was um, for me. It was not worse than when I had the flu, which then turned into pneumonia. That was awful. That I had a fever for fourteen days straight. Uh, just felt awful. It was that was that was really 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 bad, shockingly bad. Not hospitalized or anything. It was just like you know, it was just a really lousy experience. Um, but that's basically been it. You know, I've gotten. I get very mild colds, knock on wood, knock on wood. Uh, I typically, typically, I get very, very mild colds. When I get a cold, it's usually disappeared within a day or two. Um, I almost never get headaches. If I get a headache, it's because I'm about to get sick. And even that typically doesn't turn out to be anything. I, I've had, uh, you know, one significant, strange, bizarre uh, health issue, scare uh, which was I? I had pleural effusion. My um, my lung around my lung filled up with fluid, and that was really bad. That was a terrible experience. Uh, but you know, I I think we determined that it was like a secondary infection from having strep throat that I did nothing about. So yeah. So anyhow, I mean, it's like long co- convoluted explanation for why I think the way that I think i am a healthy person um yes i'm getting older you know so that's one of their things because they now they basically say right like older people are more at risk they're more at risk for everything right that's why you know get your flu shot get this shot get that shot get all the shots get all, get so many shots and that will make everything better um if you believe that and you agree with that awesome go for it do it Do all of the things that you think you should do for yourself. Just don't tell me what to do. Do not tell me what to do. And if you believe so strongly in your vaccinations, you really shouldn't give a shit about what I do, right? But apparently they do. They're obsessed. They're obsessed with what we do, what everybody else does with their own bodies and their own decision-making. So back to Gene Simmons, who uh, went on, uh, what was it? Good Morning Britain. And uh, the, the biggest takeaway from from his statement, which I'll read to you, uh, is he he literally said, "I watched it. I made a TikTok video making fun of him about this." Yes, I'll show it to you. I just Here think you go. we should have somebody young and, you know, really influential right now. Oh, no, I think that's a great idea, but I really think we should go with Gene Simmons on this one. The old exercise guy? No, that's Richard Simmons. <laughs> yeah, No, that's okay. No, Gene Simmons is the guy that's in the band Kiss. Oh. And, uh, you know, his big big thing is that he claims to have slept with like thousands of women. Ooh, talk about transmittable diseases. Yikes. <laughs> STDs. I know it got to be like so infested. Really? That guy? It's crazy. Yeah. Anyhow, I think he's the guy that that people are really going to listen to. So uh, let's put him out there. Well, you're taking away my rights and the government's telling me what to do. That's right. The government is telling you what to do. Shut up. Be respectful of other people. Okay. so you know what he said. Um, But yeah, so he said, that's right. The government is telling you what to do. Shut up and do it. Wow. I mean, to utter a statement like that and be serious, be serious, not even be, not even in a mocking way. And that part of everything really blew my mind. Like, wow, do you even hear what you're saying? Do what the government tells you to do. Shut up and do what the government tells you to do. I mean, how badly have these people been brainwashed? That's what that's really what gets me. Like, what happened to these people? Like I mean, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons was in a or is still, I guess they're still kicking. Uh in a rock and roll band. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Though he never he doesn't drink or do drugs. He's just rock and roll. He's all about making money. Like that's his, you know, that's his only real focus in life he's all about making when he's this is by his words you know things that he has said over the years everything to him is like franchisable and he thinks of it all as a business and I'm not knocking that at all I'm just stating what he has said in the past and I used to watch when he, had, he his family had a show I think it was called Family jewels I think I just read it again just to confirm that and uh, I watched that show because I enjoyed it I enjoyed their antics. They were interesting to watch at the time. Now I now it's funny how things change. You couldn't get me to watch a reality show for anything, not unless it was something really, really pure and good and with, with good intentions. You know, not just this um gross, vicarious living and and voyeurism and watching people devolve right in front of your eyes not interested in that not interested in that whole you know Kardashian real housewives all this stuff and I'm not knocking anybody who watches it if you enjoy it get a it gives you a break from your day-to-day life and it's just because that's what really entertainment of all forms that's all it is it's a break from your your day-to-day life your your problems your things it's just a break from it so whatever you choose to watch I'm not criticizing or, or making fun. I'm just saying for me, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Uh, but I, I liked that show. I did watch it back then. I don't. I forget. That was like early 2000s. I think that was on. Um, so anyhow, rock and roll. is like big claim to fame as I slept with thousands of women. Did he really? I don't know. Maybe he did. I mean, it's very feasible. It's really very, very feasible that he did because rock and roll. So anyhow, <clears throat> so he goes on this show. Now he's 73 years old, and I'm going to come back to that. I, I just want to say that first. 73-year-old bassist for the popular rock band Kiss went on another rant during an interview, chastising those who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccination, vaccine and other health procedures that governments want citizens to follow. Um, so he says, again, get over yourself. We're not concerned if you agree with it or not. We're concerned about you making us sick. Repeating. We're concerned about you making us sick. So get your goddamn COVID shot and prevent other people from getting your stuff. That's what he said. And he went on, he goes on further. He says, they're doing a kiss cruise shortly. You're not able to get, you're not able to get on the cruise unless you're vaccinated. So they're not Letting anybody go on the cruise that's not vaccinated. I'm pretty sure they have making everybody wear masks on the cruise and everything. And he goes on to say, uh, mocking, you know, people who argue against this. He he says, what and what about me? And he does this whole like, and what about my rights? Because he's mocking. And then he says, well, you don't have as many rights as you think. When you get up to a red light, you must stop. There's no choice because it's not about you. It's about other innocent people going by. So this right here. <laughs> let's let's just pause. Hit the pause button and go back to that. He's comparing injecting your body, injecting yourself with something that you know nothing about that has no long-term studies to stopping at a stoplight. Really? That's your best That's your best comparison. I'm not really feeling that, Gene. That's a little different. Stopping at a stoplight is actually just, you know, common sense because everybody will smash into each other. If everybody goes at the same time, Gene, we're all just going to smash into each other. And that's a problem, right? Um, Contrary to what you believe, Gene, and others, if I don't get my vaccine and you do, Um, You're not going to get sick from me, right? I mean, you trust that vaccine so much. So why are you so concerned about if I I get mine? Why are you so concerned? If you have that much faith in it, like if you believe in it that strongly that it will protect you, you really should not be caring so much about what I do to my body, myself, because that's that. You know their contradictions and their hypocrisies are are so off the chart, are so insane. Like the list would be, if I put a list on the screen, a scrolling list of all of the hypocrisies that that these Looney Tunes um, spew, it would be scrolling the entire show endlessly, just an endless scroll of all the hypocritical statements that that come out of their mouths. Um, So, yeah, comparing stopping at a red light to to a supposed vaccine, which, by the way, it's not a vaccine. A vaccine would eradicate um, the disease, the virus. It does not. You still get it. You still get it. You still transmit it. The vaccine does nothing supposedly they like to say, they, they claim that it lowers your um, symptoms, right? Bullshit. Bullshit. We already know that uh, 73%, was it 73%, 72%, very high percentage now of uh, COVID deaths are are vaccinated, are, are people who have been vaccinated. They make up a huge chunk of the deaths. And then, you know, then there's that myocarditis and, um, you know, other complications that people are having and you know and again they go you know they like to say the risk or the the reward outweighs the benefits outweigh the risk benefits outweigh the risk damn it um i'm gonna go with no it doesn't seem to be the case and and by the way now i don't have the numbers for this but they're out there i mean you can find them in two seconds i don't have the numbers um but all of the other vaccine uh vaccines <laughs> not enough coffee guys sorry all of these other vaccinations and and stuff and things that they put out on the market these drug companies that they put out on the market and that's a whole other topic the drug companies right we could go on for days about that too but everything that they put out has to go through these trials and time periods uh where they watch for adverse effects and there's like a probably a pretty specific number of reported adverse serious adverse effects that occur before they pull the product and the number is very low number is very low i think the number is probably like maybe 10 um Serious adverse effect, and they'll pull the product. and they've done this many times over. I mean, that's another list that could go on for days. You know, people who have taken different drugs and and medications and things and got seriously ill or died, or you know, gave their children serious birth defects um, because of the the drug that they've taken, been prescribed been promised by the government is safe because they put it through rigorous testing and it passed all these things and they've pulled these products. So um, this never went through any of that. So I really don't know how you can blame people. Oh, I know how, because they, they, you know, ramped up this hysteria over it. And then all the truths start coming out. That's the part that kind of actually baffles me. Like we have all this new information that contradicts so much of what was what we were told. And yet people like Gene Simmons are still like, get vaccinated. You're killing us all. You know, they're like, they're still singing that song. That's how brainwashed um, they are. Madness. But anyhow. So when I first when I first saw this, which was just the other day, yesterday probably, you know the deal. Every day, every incident was just the other day. Doesn't matter when it actually was. It was the other day. Um when I first watched it, I, you know, I felt myself getting like angry, you know, like, geez, this bleeping idiot. Like what a jerk, what a blah, blah, blah. And I was getting agitated over it, which is actually why I made the, the video video mocking him. Um, because that's, that's how I do. <laughs> I don't, I don't go on a rant. I just make fun of you merciless, mercilessly. I can't talk. It's early for me. I can't talk right now. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, go ahead and say it. your job is to talk. So talk, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Anyhow, but, over the nighttime, into the morning, as I was thinking about it, as I was like as I was like mentally prepping prepping for the show, I I started thinking like, guys, how old is Gene Simmons? I was thinking and and I took a look at the the article, which of course says it right in the beginning, that he's 73 years old. And I started thinking to myself about these people who are especially um these, you know, high profile people, these celebrities specific specifically. These celebrities specifically that are like, get your vaccines, wear your masks, hysterical. And I'm thinking, "Mm, there's a common denominator here. They're all like, you know, not all, but a lot of them are hitting the elderly bracket. Gene Simmons, he's 73. Now, we could talk about like the difference between elderly and Old, like there's there's a difference. There's a difference. Old and elderly, they're different. Like elderly, you think of like you know a cane and a walker and you know shaky and wrinkly and and frail and old. Now by rights, Gene's just old, right? But he's behaving elderly. Uh, same goes for uh, Howard Stern. Same goes for Cher. Same goes for. Bet Midler uh, and there's more and there's more, but those are, you know, those are the ones that just come right to the top of my head who make the most noise out there. And I'm sure there's more. I'm just trying to blink and you're probably like sitting there going, what about this one? And this one, this one, you're thinking of all of them too, right? But those are some big ones, right? Now they're all in their seventies. They're all facing this. And this is what happens this is the natural progression of life. As you get to a certain age, you start thinking about your own mortality, more so than you ever have in, in any point in your life. You're, you're, you're seeing the end of days come closer and closer and you're scared. You're terrified because you don't want to go. You want to be here. You want to keep living. You want to keep enjoying the things. All very natural responses. Um, But that's why I started thinking about, I'm like, you know, besides the, besides the fact that they live in a bubble, they live in this protected, isolated bubble where they don't have exposure to anything other than their own experiences and their experiences are of being pampered and catered to and coddled and spoiled and, um, you know, never being told that they're wrong. Probably. I mean, you know, they're like a spoiled child, really a wealthy, spoiled child, all of them. And that makes you frail. That makes you frail, mentally frail. Um, I don't know about, they're probably, you know, most of the time they're probably physically pretty fit because they have trainers and, and dietitians and, you know, nutritionists and all the things and cooks, chefs, all of that. Um, and by the way, bully for them. That's great. You, you picked the career that afforded those things for you. I'm not knocking that. That's fine. But just stating the fact that Um, it has given them a very limited perspective of everything and they're very easy to, to control, um, because they have no other experiences, not getting anything other than, you know, the echo chamber of what they think and feel. And of course they think and feel whatever they're told, whatever they're fed. And that goes for a lot of people really, um, when you just take a very narrow you know those horse blinder things, when you just have this very narrow view of what's going on and you don't see anything around you, this is all you know. And that's all they know. so I, I think a lot of it, so I kind of like my my anger, my rage dissipated a little bit. I was like, you know what these people are are talking out of fear, and that's that's how they control people, by the way. Uh, governments um, dictators, you know, people in power, uh, they control you with fear. They want you to be terrified. That benefits them. Your fear keeps you immobilized and them powerful. And there's, this is a perfect example of it. Um, but for someone, you know, whose persona, um, career, was, you know, largely based on going against the grain, bucking the system, you know, all of that stuff, uh, is, is sitting here now at 73 saying, do what the government tells you to do. You shut up. Never mind your rights. Forget your rights. You do what the government tells you to do. Wow. I mean, that he can't even hear what he's saying is so shocking to me. I'm just, yeah, so uh, I'm just kind of reading a little more. Says, the burden ain't the burden ain't much of anything. We should all shut up and get over ourselves. Uh, that includes yours truly., well, he should he should take his own advice, shouldn't he? Not too long ago, our grandparents were asked to go to fight over war, overseas, a war they had nothing to do with, and your grandparents gave many times the ultimate sacrifice. Boy, he's you know, he's taken big, huge leaps here with his comparisons. The leaps are are too. You know, they're apples and oranges, um, which is what they do, what they do. It's just um, those are just tactics of trying to get you to comply, toe the line, do what you're told, do what you're told, shut up and do what the government tells you. Gene Simmons. Yeah, like I said, uh Howard Stern's another one, the one-time shock jock. Shock jock is now a puppet, you know, for for the government uh Cher was on a rant too on on Twitter the other day Uh, same same thing um very incoherent actually message something about she wasn't feeling well or she has the flu and it's all our fault um that was the gist of it Uh, yeah so I still don't really understand and a lot of people didn't understand what exactly she was trying to say because there's zero punctuation right uh She's saying that she hesitated because of the anti, anti-vaxxers. I don't understand, but whatever the case is, she was, you know, a little hysterical. Her, uh, her her assistant or her publicist probably shouldn't let her tweet when she's delirious. Maybe, just a thought. Mm. Oh, another one. There's another article here, a link to another article where Alice Cooper promoted, uh, promotes COVID booster shot and tells his fans to get vaccinated. Uh, again, we're talking about people who are in their 70s now, facing their mortality quite quite uh, realistically, and they're scared. And they're scared. And and everything that they're they're doing comes from fear. And I guess what I would what I would say to that. Like just reflecting, thinking about like myself, like I think about, and I see this a lot, not just in in these people. Um, I'm pointing to my monitor, my other screen right there, if you're wondering what I was pointing to. <laughs> um, I, I think about these people and people in my own personal circle who are getting older. I mean, we're all getting older, but getting of a certain age. And I, I see that fear response in them that they're so terrified that their their judgment is impaired. You know, they're afraid to just live, like live, get out there in spite of fear, right? And I guess that's where I'm going with this in particular, that I really hope now I'm 51, 20 years, I'm gonna be 71. God willing. Um I, I, God, I really hope I'm one of those elderly, old people. Well, I hope I'm never elderly. I'm cool with old, but I don't want to be elderly. I just hope I'm one of those people that are are brave, really, and, and say, you know what? I am going to live every single day to the fullest, come what may. Whatever, whatever happens. If it's my last day, I'm not gonna live it in a bubble in, in fear, uh, because you miss so much. Oh my God, you know. And I think about that all the time with the with COVID and or with the pandemic uh, or with the lockdowns. So that's where I'm going. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, with the lockdowns and people lost so much precious time with their loved ones with each other um, out of fear. And how horrible. And so many people, people that I know, died alone without their loved ones. And I I think that's the biggest horror, horror tragedy of all of this. Um, The people that died alone, the people who could not see or be with their loved ones and really died of broken hearts, basically, Um, and lack of human contact and, and, connection with people. Uh, I think about the children who only knew this, like this was part of the shaping of them, the, their development being masked, being muzzled like dogs. Um, I, you know, I think of all of them and the long-term impact of just that kind of stuff is just awful. Um, the benefits have not outweighed the risk. They just haven't. Go ahead and disagree. Go for it. I'm cool with that. You can, you know, make your own podcast and tell me how stupid I am and how wrong I am. I don't care. I don't freaking care at all. You'd be amazed at how much you learn to stop caring about the opinions of others. <laughs> That's another reward of getting older that's a reward of getting older right there affording yourself the the right allowing yourself to care less is very nice and i'm not saying that in the harsh way of you just don't care about anything you don't care about anybody um you should care about certain people's feelings you know saying i don't care about other people's feelings um Is a lot different than saying I don't care about other people's opinions. That's two very different things. Of course, I care about other people's feelings, um, but I I don't bow down to them. I don't alter to them. uh, Not in the largest sense of the word. You know, if I if I am in a room with somebody who is who says I I'm immunocompromised and I am afraid of getting sick, um, could you please Blah blah blah. Now I don't even own any masks anymore. I can't even mask unless you hand one to me. And there are certain places like hospitals and stuff where you you still have to. And that's just is what it is. Can't really have any control of that. And that's fine. I you know, of course, if I have to go into a hospital for some reason, which you do sometimes, uh, I'll I'll put the, put the damn mask on. I don't I'm not happy about it, but I'll put it on. That's fine. You know, I was just I was just somewhere the other day with some people, group of people that are still in the wear your mask mindset. And, um, I did not, I simply didn't have a mask. There wasn't any available. So I did, I did the compassionate, respectful thing and I, I stayed further back from them. Um, I'm fine with things like that. I can, I'll respect your, your wishes, your, your needs and your feelings, but We shouldn't be dictating to each other. Like if you are that terrified, if you are still in that boat where you're that afraid, you have to make the concessions and do the things to keep yourself safe. Yeah, I know some people are like, wow, that is so rude and mean that you don't care um, what you do to other people. That's like their big song and dance, right? Well, you're killing everybody around you. No, (laughs) that's actually not the case at all. But, you know, the reality is, is we are responsible for ourselves. Uh, we should be compassionate and kind to our fellow man. But ultimately, you are responsible for your own well-being and doing the things that you need to do for yourself. And I shouldn't be infringed on. That's just my thought. it's uh, just my feeling on it. Right? Wrong or indifferent um so yeah that's that that's that's all i've got on that topic that was a long topic that kind of took up the whole show didn't it it did took up the whole thing can't even can't even post it on uh, my one of my major platforms well that's that uh what else is there to talk about there's always stuff to talk about oh let's talk about fun stuff uh let's talk about christmas christmas it's a hot minute away I've not finished my shopping. I'm gonna actually finish when I, when I'm in Florida. Uh like I said, uh we leave tomorrow. Be there for about a week. I could be there longer. So here's what's going on. Um, everything's a little bit, tiny bit up in the air. Uh, my daughter is due with my second grandchild. Her due date is uh January 7th, but she went for her ultrasound, and the ultrasound shows that uh, says the December 27th on it. So baby is uh seven pounds, 14 ounces right now. Baby is in position. Baby's head circumference is that of a newborn. Like the baby's ready. Baby's done cooking. She, she wants out. She wants out. Um, my daughter has said that she is, has been having some cramping, nothing regular, nothing steady. No steady intervals or anything like that yet. She's starting to have some cramping. Um, So point being, the obvious is that she could be going before her due date. And um, we're due to fly back home on the 26th. I don't know if that's going to happen. Might be staying. Might be staying. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm bringing all my gear. I'll have the laptop, the microphone the camera, the ring light, the mouse pad, the mouse, the phone, uh, all the things I'll be bringing everything with. Uh, so I'll be able to, to uh, I'll be able to do some work, some interviews, some show stuff during that time, whatever the case is, I'll be prepared as prepared as I can be. But that's really fun, very exciting. So anyway, when we get there, um, I'll, I'll be one of those last minute lunatics in the store running around. I don't really know. I I mean, so I'm not really a big holiday person. I like the holidays for the getting together with family and friends aspect. I like it for that, but I I'm just one of those people that feel very strongly about, you know, trying to make most of your days feel like it's a holiday. You know, you do all the things you shouldn't be, My mindset is you shouldn't be saving all of the good stuff for just a couple of days out of the year. You know, same thing for like birthdays and anniversaries and all that stuff. Like, my husband and I are, we don't make a big fuss about our anniversary. We don't make a big fuss about birthdays, Uh, milestone ones. You know, we'll do something like my husband's turning 60 in February. He's probably going to be very angry with me for sharing that. He won't be angry. Uh, But he'll probably be like, really? Do you have to tell everybody that? Come on. He looks fantastic. Uh, He's just wonderful. Uh, Very handsome. You want a picture? Here you go. Right? Good looking hunk of man he is. Yes, he is indeed. Thank you. So yeah, so he's turning 60 in February. And uh, we've discussed what he wants. He's not, he doesn't want like a big party or anything. I will do something. You know, I'll do, I'll get it. I'll do it. I'll put together a get together. Maybe we'll all go out to dinner, maybe um go to a show or something all together. Um, but I think uh, I think I'm gonna take him away for a weekend, uh, do because you know, I mean we like we like hanging out with each other. That's it's just what we do. Like that's our happy place. That's what we do. Uh decompress from the world. He's got a stressful job, you know, so it's it's just nice to like get away. Just everybody can everybody can relate to that. Um so yeah, so that's what we'll we'll do for his birthday. But generally, you know, I mean, for those people, probably like everybody else, if I need something, I just buy it. I don't say, you know, can you get me this for Christmas? It's like Tuesday, can I get this? Or not, that sounded like I'm asking pr- for permission. Um, we just simply discuss major purchases. That's all, like normal people, you know, like go out and buy a Ferrari. Not that I ever would to begin with, I couldn't even tell you what a Ferrari looks like. I have no idea. If I saw one drive by right now, I wouldn't know what it was. They even still make them. I don't know anything about cars. I don't care. You know what car I love? Mini Cooper. I had a Mini Cooper for a while. I leased a cutest Mini Cooper. It was chocolate brown with the the little cream colored racing stripes. Oh, I loved that Mini Cooper. But it was a lease and it was time to turn it in. And uh, my husband had a company car, but he also we also had a Ford F-150. Um, that just basically sat in the driveway and, you know, and didn't get used a lot. So it only made sense that I would just start, I would just drive that, you know, why lease another vehicle when we've got this one sitting here, not doing anything. He was very nervous about me driving the Ford F-150. He's like, not, not because he was worried about the car, not the truck, not about me. (laughs) He's worried about his baby. I have taken very good care of it. I've been driving that thing for a while now, quite a while. But it was always funny. It was kind of funny that I I went straight from driving a little teeny tiny uh, Mini Cooper, it was the two-door, to this big Ford F-150 truck, this big, big boy of a a vehicle. Um, You know, in the beginning, I was pretty much driving it the same way I drove the Mini Cooper, which is a no, don't do that. Like the Mini Cooper, I could park that guy anywhere, you know, like zipping around. My husband used to call it the little lawnmower <laughs> because it, I guess to him it sounded like a lawnmower. He tried to get in at once to drive it. That was hilarious. I took a video of it. It's funny. Um, yeah. So so that was a, a bit of a, a transition, but wasn't really a big deal at all. I like driving it. I like driving the truck. It's cool. It's good. But I would I would absolutely go back to a Mini Cooper in a heartbeat because it was so cute. Who knows? Maybe if I did, I'd probably maybe I'd regret it. Be like, oh. Oh no this does not work anymore for me. Mm. But what a difference to be, you know, down here in this little tiny thing and then in this big old truck. It's fun. So yeah, so that was a that was like a a weird. I don't even know how I got to that. But anyhow. Uh Christmas is coming. Yay, yay, yay. That'll be fun. Very excited. Uh, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm out of my head excited to go see the baby. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm counting down. You know, I'm looking at the clock every two minutes. Right after this, I'm going to go right into um, packing and all that kind of good stuff and getting ready to go, making my list of what I actually need to buy still. Um, You know, my my girls are at an age now, they're adults, that all they really want is money. A couple things to unwrap, maybe, and money, cash, cold, hard cash. So that's fine. Uh, what else? The baby. Um, I like that my son-in-law is not, um, he's of the same mindset that I am as far as not really liking the whole commercial aspect of the holidays. He enjoys the family coming over, getting together the, you know, just the, the time spent with friends and family. Uh, I love that about him. He's such a good guy. Uh, So he feels strongly about the, you know, don't go overboard with presents. Don't buy the baby tons of things that we don't need, that we don't have room for, that we don't, well, they've got a lot of room, but um, that they just don't need that aren't going to get used. So um, I love that. So, but it it is hard as a grandparent, it's really hard to not go overboard. You want to buy like you know, like big, huge things with big, giant bows and watch them unwrap them and everything. And so a little bit of self-control and um, trying to make a point of getting, you know, what they actually need or what they actually want for her and not just what I want to get. So that's what we'll do. I'll probably take my daughter and the baby and we'll probably go to the store, Target, wherever they want to go. And uh, they can pick out the things that they want. That makes the most sense. I know it takes away like some of the the fun of the unwrapping, and we'll, we'll still wrap it. But but it's more practical. I'm 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 actually I know you're going to be shocked. Will you be shocked? Hmm. I'm actually a pretty practical person, so I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. Little I like a little bit of surprises, but also make it practical. Surprise me. Here we go. Surprise me with something practical that's perfect, yeah, uh, so anyhow, so my husband and I, what are we gonna do for Christmas for each other? um you, you know, we'll well, we're spending a lot of money to go to Florida and do all that stuff, so there's presents to each other in there. We just got new phones, um but we were both up due for upgrades, you know, so it's like I don't know, it's something we needed Well, not needed, but something we wanted, and we would have gotten them whether it was Christmas time or. Tuesday, you know what I mean. I mean, we just we have a lot of fun together, guys. We do a lot of fun things. We do we go see bands a lot. My husband is a musician as well as his real real job. Uh, you know, he's also in bands, and so that's a big part of our life. So we get to go see a lot of live music, and that's fun for us. We go out to dinner like pretty much close to every week. Um, yeah, so we don't really like need anything. So we'll just do whatever. It'll be fun. I always I laugh like people are like, Would your husband get you for Christmas? Would your husband get you for your birthday? I'm like, um, I gotta think about I usually gotta think about it for a minute. I'm like, well, I mean, we just did this and did that. Well, we'll call that for for the birthday. And you know, I've 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 had in the past, like going back, you know, people say, Oh my god, doesn't how come, you know, you don't buy anything for each other? That's no, yeah, no, we're good. We buy stuff for ourselves and each other like all the time like regularly whatever it is all good my husband is good he does he he actually um for the holidays like christmas not christmas sorry no a birthday valentine's day like you know mother's day you know all those give flowers holidays he always does actually he always gets flowers delivered to me and that's very sweet i do tell him he doesn't have to did you know that i was a florist i was a floral designer for 15 years so technically Technically, I prefer to pick out my own flowers because I know what I like. And I don't like, you know, the the common things. Listen to me sounding like a diva. I like the common flowers. You know, roses. Oh, look at the time. All right, listen. That's about it for today. I don't know what's going to happen for next week. Um, I don't typically show my grandchildren on camera. So but who knows? Maybe I'll I'll give a sneak appearance from the back. You'll see the back of the the baby. Possibly, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying it could happen. I don't know. We shall see. But you're going to be busy doing your own things too. So who knows? We'll see. Anyhow, if you celebrate, I don't know if you celebrate Christmas or if you celebrate Hanukkah, but either way, um, have a very blessed, beautiful, peaceful, happy, happy holiday. If I don't talk to you next week, yeah, take care of each other. Be good. Stay out of trouble. Bye. (laughs) Hey, family, if you're looking for the perfect gift for the reader in your life, why not check out one of my books? They're all available on Amazon and most major online book retailers, as well as elsacart.com.